Hey guys, I just want to say first off, thank you so much for the support and everybody who just listens to the podcast and how much it's grown recently. It's just been a lot of fun to reach out and talk with everybody. And I just wanted to take this moment to all the new people that are coming in. I'm excited to have you. And I just wanted to take this moment to let you know a little bit about us. Um, again, my name is Jacob. I broke into medical device sales at, from a personal trainer with no previous sales experience. I got four job offers from top 30 medical device companies. I took the lowest performing territory in the nation for the top company in the world and took it to the top 10. I also broke in as a full line sales rep to start my medical device sales career, which has been fun. And I am now a regional sales manager for a startup. And so that's been just an absolute blast. And I'm just here to give back to you guys, hoping that this is helpful and helping you guys break in. I did just want to take this time. If you can press that like and subscribe button, if you guys are watching on YouTube, if you're on the podcast, a five-star review truly helps us grow this channel. If you guys are looking for a free 30, 60, 90 day plan that will help you guys break into medical device sales and you'll need for your interviews, please press the link in the description. You guys can sign that up on the course or just website new to medical device sales. Also, you can check out LinkedIn. Jacob McLaughlin, any of the Instagram, TikTok, new to medical device sales, where we put daily content on there, as well as join our email list if you'd like that on the courses of new to medical device sales. And then again, right there, you heard me talk about the course. We do have a course where we help people break into medical device sales. I've been able to help over 500 people at this point break into medical device sales with the top companies with and without sales experience. And if you guys are interested in, please reach out to me on one of the social medias because at this point, we are able to only allow five people because I want to make it very personal. Uh, with this, you will get modules that you will work on at your own pace. With that said, you will also have office hours where we'll be able to have contact and you'll have contact with me and coaches that will be able to answer any questions and help walk you through this whole journey of the medical device process. And then last thing I want to mention there is we don't want there to be anything holding you back, even financial. So we do have payment options that can make you get in at a very low rate uh, so you don't have to worry about finances holding you back. Lastly, if you guys ever watch on the YouTube, you will see a I broke in shirt. Once you guys break in, I love sending these out to you guys, getting pictures everywhere. But also, if you're interested in buying one and you broke in from this podcast and listening, uh, go ahead and go to new to medical device sales and you can grab one there. I appreciate you guys so much for the support and let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today I'm so excited to be coming to you today with our guest, who was a nurse for three and a half years, decided to join the course, and in a very short amount of time, broke in with a great company as a clinical specialist. So today we are glad to have Kate Shields with us. Kate, how's it going? Great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, no, thank you for making because time. of your incredible course and I got a job. So thank you. <laughs> no, well, thank you. No, I'm excited to, to have you on and be able to just share your tips, share your experience. And, you know, the clinical specialist role is something we get asked a lot about. So I'm just excited to kind of dig into dig into that a little deeper because I know this is going to hit, especially an audience of those people who are nurses have thought about becoming a nurse um, in college. And then also, you know, people just in the healthcare uh, area right now, um, what they can kind of do, whether it's associate or clinical specialist. So I'm excited to, to kind of dig into that today. But before we get really into that, can you kind of just tell us a little bit about yourself? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I've been a nurse for three and a half years, mostly working in step down and telemetry units. Um, it's a grind, nothing different than medical device sales, but it's a different kind of grind. Um, the way things are going, I just decided it's not, you know, conducive to the kind of lifestyle I want to live. So I met you and heard about this course and decided to make some changes. And I'm super excited that that's where my path is leading me now. Yeah, yeah. And I'd love to kind of just dig a little deeper. And can you kind of go into uh, just some details? Like, we, because you were a nurse during COVID, right? Yeah. And And that's the thing I've heard the most. I've talked to a lot of nurses on the phone. My friends are nurses, right? I work with a lot of nurses personally being in medical device sales. And, you know, I know that was a really challenging time for everybody, but especially nurses. And I know there's been a real, like, I'll be honest, I probably get reached out to probably about 10 nurses a month of just people like, Hey, I'm burnt out. I'm ready for something new. What, what opportunities? And, and luckily we've gotten a lot of nurses hired. So I'm excited to bring, bring them that, but can you just kind of share me your experiences and then kind of what that, that point was like, where you're like, what, maybe there's something else, you know, maybe, maybe I should start looking at something else. So can you just kind of give us a little bit of your experience as a nurse? Um, and then kind of, kind of what led to you deciding maybe I should look at something else. Absolutely. So, you know, I've been a nurse for three and a half years. I got maybe nine months on the floor by myself before COVID hit. And um, that's when things really took a turn for, I don't want to say the worst, but that's truly how it went. You know, the amount of work that was expected of us, you know, tripled. There was no incentive to work more. You know, they didn't give us raises. It was just kind of a nightmarish situation. People are dying left and right, and they had to do it alone. Um, I think that burnout is an understatement um, because, you know, what leads to burnout is comp compassion fatigue. And I became a nurse to, you know, make someone's day on, you know, for most of these people, one of the worst days of their life. You know, you want to bring a little bit of light and joy and compassion to help make that day just a little bit easier. Um, and, you know, before full burnout, you experience compassion fatigue. And that's when you are just, I don't want to use the word burnt out, but you're just so exhausted and overworked that it's hard to truly, you know, be compassionate in your work and be patient and be kind because you have 18 other things to do in that exact minute. So you're just kind of go, go, go task oriented. And um, yeah, that was really hard. I took some time doing like vaccine support, trying to figure out, you know, do I really want to leave nursing? Is this for me? And I realized I loved it. So I went back full time. Um, but after COVID, well, I shouldn't say that the second wave of COVID was almost just as bad as the worst because you know, so many nurses were leaving. Um, they were giving us, at this point, nice financial incentives to work more, but that just led to more burnout at a faster rate. Um, so yeah, um, it's just hard when all you want to do is help people in a tough situation and um, the hospital is just a machine and it's driven by money, which I understand it's a business, but when you're losing nurses left and right and then forcing them to get vaccines, um, 
I could go either way on it. Um, but that also led to even further staffing shortages. So yep. it was just kind of a snowball effect. A hundred percent. And that's the, been the thing, you know, like everybody's going to have their opinion on the vaccines and I totally respect that and understand that. But also like, you know, being here in Arizona, was a, it was an interesting thing to watch where, you know, like we talk about, it was kind of like a self-induced shortage of, you know, like there was one of the major players in the game for hospital systems where they forced it and they did the first, like we're laying off. And then at one point they had over a thousand job openings throughout yeah. the system here in Phoenix. Right. And so like, it was because of what, how they did it, how fast they acted and made it like it was going to be this thing, but then they put themselves into a position to where they couldn't. And then it just puts more stress on the people who were working. Um, like you said, with also no financial incentives that much, um, <clears throat> because even now I just actually went to a hospital yesterday, you know, half of, they said the majority of their staff here in Phoenix, right. Is still travelers. And it's because they might be here, but like the travelers are going to make more money. So now we're paying all this extra money to travelers, but we won't pay our nurses and the people who are actually full line and full time, the money that, you know, we could be saving and just paying them a fair wage. And again, that goes down a whole other rabbit hole of what it is. But, you know, that's, that's the thing that I've been told by a lot of nurses is, you know, like they're not incentivized to do it. They're getting told what they can and can't do. But, you know, like this is why a lot of them love, like you said, love helping people, love making a difference in somebody's life. But then, you know, like with nursing, there's all the regulations. There's a lot of these rules. But then also, you can only work so many hours in a day. You can only work an hourly job at so much an hour, right? And so that's why a lot of them have started looking at, you know, medical device sales, that clinical, you know, like I, I always bring up Alexis. Um, she was able to, to break in as a full-line sales rep, as a nurse, and she was on the podcast. But also I've had, I've talked to a couple others that I've got broke in. Um, and, and the most rewarding messages I've gotten is, you know, again, it's not all about money. And I say that all the time, but you know, we don't do stuff for free in our worlds. And, you know, one of the most exciting texts I ever got was a, a former nurse. She broke into medical device sales and she's like, I worked the least this week and made the most money I've ever made in my life. And, you know, like that, like to me, knowing that that's life-changing because again, knowing the products that you're selling is making a difference. First off, it's not about not working as hard, but also, you know, being financially free and financially rewarded for the hard work you're doing. And, and I know that's a lot of talks with that I'm having with nurses. Cause like we said, 30, 40, $50 is great. You can only work so many 12 hour shifts before you're like, I've had it. Exactly. A thousand percent. And in one of my last weeks working, um, one of my patient's family members actually referred to nurses as glorified servants. And I had never really thought of it before, but I mean, it's true, you know, um, you're there to serve, which is wonderful, but they've just changed things so much and tried to make cuts wherever they could that you're forced to wear so many hats and, you know, you're spread so thin. And then you hear about these poor nurses who make, say, med errors or whatever, which could happen to any one of us on any one of these days, especially on an extra ship we picked up because we didn't want to let our, you know, team down. Um and they're being criminally charged for it. It's just like absolutely wild. And then I read yesterday, North Carolina passed a law that nurses can be charged for um, any or following any doctor's orders that cause harm to the patient. And it's like they're just doing what they're, they're yeah they're doing what they're they're supposed to have been told to do, and they're at that eligible. Yeah, that's 
you know, that's where it gets tough. And then also like the one thing I do want to mention, especially because we have a lot of like college graduates or people in the healthcare that are thinking about going to healthcare. And, you know, I work with a lot of people in healthcare. I'm in it. Um, and I also work with people that are like veterinarians and just others. But the thing I've really learned about the last two years is people, you want to, you want to think the best in people and you want to think that they're really nice, but people have gotten really nasty, think they own the world, think they can demand whatever because they have a phone in their pocket and, or it's because I want it now. And like, I've talked to a lot of providers, surgeons, doctors, supporting staff, nurses, right. And even like vets and stuff. And they're like, the people are the worst they've ever been. They're the meanest. They're the nastiest. And, you know, like most people don't think about that, you know, like it's great to have the, the, the patient that, uh, does well. Right. What about when you get the person who, you know, like my mom works in a small, uh, rural hospital and, you know, there, there's just COVID rules of like, Hey, one person back there at a time and they have somebody flipping out, screaming, they have to almost call the police. Right. And it's be right. like, people don't think about all the extra stuff of that. And, you know, like you're just trying to do your job as a nurse. You're just in the healthcare world. You're just trying to, like you said, doing what you're asked to do. Exactly. And, you know, things can go by. So I just always wanted to shine some light because I do know we have a lot of nurses listening, but also we have like nursing students and people who want to. And that's why I always just want to shine the light of like what the realistic life is as a nurse, but why some people are starting to look at other opportunities. Um, and we can kind of go into, you know, you and I've discussed this off air, but let's get kind of into why did you decide to go like kind of the clinical, uh, clinical specialist route instead of like an associate sales rep route, because those are two, both, uh, great options. We've talked about those to people, but for you, why did you decide clinical specialist was probably like the role you're going for? I love this. Um, so I actually do have a little bit of experience prior to nursing school. I worked for, I believe, nine months for a distributor, and I um, was an associate sales rep, and we sold spine hardware. Um, for me, I just always wanted to take care of people, and I didn't get that. I missed patient interaction, I think is the simplest way to put it, um, and clinical specialists um, their role is not just to be the expert in the OR and making sure surgeries go smoothly. Um, their role is to ensure patients are an appropriate candidate for the device from the beginning. And then um, the company I'm starting with, I will be following these patients for 45 days afterwards, um, which was really important to me to still get that patient interaction because um, that's essentially what I love. I love people. Some people are more difficult than others, but, <laughs> you know, I think that's really cool instead of just feeling like you're go, go, go all the time. It's kind of refreshing to have that role where you get to, you know, really talk to patients and make sure they're doing okay post-op. Yeah. And, and for everybody listening, kind of what the difference between an associate and a clinical specialist role, like Kate just kind of mentioned it, but for example, you know, normally on average, if we're just talking about it, so an associate is going to be kind of like the, the very entry level you're going to be just, you know, running trays, you're going to be learning the business, you're going to be doing all that compared to like a clinical specialist is usually and again, I'm not saying that they're not equal, but usually a kind of a step up, especially in pay, pay wise, you're probably going to make more because you are the clinical specialist, you are the person who's the product specialist, you know it, like she said, you're working more with the patients um, and aftercare and before care having getting them qualified. But the thing I always just want to mention to people is like, especially with a clinical specialist, you normally don't have a quota um, over your head or 
it's a very small and it might be more about the patience compared to like how much money are you actually driving in the revenue that you're bringing. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because I know a lot of nurses can be, you know, most people are like, I'm not salespeople, which we're all salespeople. You sell yourself every day to who you talk to and whatever it is, we can go down that role. But for the fact of a lot of people that quota can be scary. And so clinical specialist is a great way to get your foot in the door, start learning again, financially do very well. Um, but get that practice, get to work with the territory managers, get to work with the full line sales rep, see what they do, see what the expectations are. And then that's kind of the next step is there's two, really two options. You can continue to work your way in the clinical specialist route because there's different levels for most companies. Um, something there might be one, but there's usually like clinical specialist one, two, three, right. And you can work it Mm -hmm. up or you can always go into, and we've had several guests that have gone from a clinical specialist to an actual territory manager. They decided they wanted that full line sales rep role but it gave them that, that opportunity to learn um, again and not start out right away with all the pressures of, you know, like I always talk about when I came in head first, like never had done anything before, but had a quota over my head right away. That was going to affect my pay, how I got my money. Also like had no experience trying to learn everything. And to a lot of people, it's a lot. And it was a lot for me, but like most people I talk to on the phone, they're like, I could never even think about doing that. I would never do that. And that's where that associate sales rep or clinical specialist role is a great role and, and like to Kate's purposes, you know, to most of my nurses, that's where I'm pushing you because it's already in your wheelhouse. You already have a lot of that experience, but also normally it's going to financially be a little better um, than just a normal associate sales rep role. But with that said, I do know associate sales reps that can make that six figures as well. It depends on the division and where you go, but yeah, it, that's, that's usually the talk of the clinical specialist compared to the associate sales rep. Absolutely. And what I was finding talking to different companies, um, a lot of companies are now requiring that you're a nurse if you are a clinical specialist. Well, so to everyone who's a nurse, you guys should be jumping up for joy and be getting crazy now because that's absolutely that's awesome for you guys. Absolutely love to hear that. Now, I kind of wanted to go into, you know, you went through this process um, and and I want to go dive into just a little bit of the process to have the conversation with people because you know, the number one thing I hear is people are like, oh, they're on a hiring freeze. Oh, that's too bad. Or, oh, I, you know, they're not looking right now. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that, that journey? Again, we don't have to go into too much detail, but just kind of your, uh, your journey, what you did, some tips that kind of helped you throughout that process. Absolutely. I think you said it best. You have to do the job to get the job. So you just have to be consistent. Um, keep reaching out to people, anyone that will respond to you on LinkedIn is the greatest resource ever. You need to take full advantage, be prepared to ask questions um, and to have answers for them too. You know, you need to know your story and then especially just be prepared with questions. You know, the initial questions are, hey, I'm a nurse. I'm looking, I'm interested in this role. Um, Can you tell me about the role? And then from there, you just kind of build relationships with these people. Yes. Um, and I think that's the most important part and consistently stay in touch with them because I talked to people from maybe four or five different companies and what I learned, well, what was most important for me was the company culture and You couldn't tell when someone's truly happy with their job and the company they work for. And other people will just be very cut and dry if they do respond at all. 
um, and they don't really say much about the company or they're not really willing to kind of help you learn who you should talk to next. Um, so I think it's really important to just be prepared and be consistent. And if you get to talk to someone and they say, call me or message me anytime, if you have any further questions, um, absolutely do that. Yep. Absolutely. That's the most important thing because that's how when a role does become available, they're going to already be like, oh my gosh, you should talk or you need to message this person now. A job just became available. And that's yep. kind of what happened with me. I got really, really lucky. Um, I think you actually were like, here's a clinical specialist job that's available. So I reached out and I stayed in touch with him. He thought he was going to hire me like the next month. And there was, you know, hiring freeze due to budget. Yep. So I just talked to him once a week for literally four and a half months. So, and that was the coolest thing to me because I already knew the company inside and out. So it made interviewing for the company just that much easier. A hundred percent. And that is the point I wanted to get to everybody today is, you know, like, I hope you heard that. Like, yes. So just so everyone knows, I found this position. I, I was interested in the company and they told me about a clinical specialist role. I said, I have somebody who would be great. Got Kate in contact with who she needed to get into contact with. Um, and she did all the work for everything. And the reason I wanted to bring that up is there was a, um, an opportunity of like, Hey, we thought we were, she was going to get hired pretty fast. And then it turned into, Hey, we're on a hiring freeze. Don't know when it is. And again, the reason I wanted to go into detail about that is most people I talk to are like, well, can't do anything about it. I guess I just have to wait. And our conversation and where she just knocked it out of the park was it. That's, that's when you should be going. That's when you like go separate yourself. You know, that's when you're going and reaching out to people and getting in the conversations because then when it does become open now everybody knows who you are before it already starts and again you were able to do the right things with the regional manager so they were very well aware of who you were and and all those conversations but I always just want you guys to hear that you know for four months four and a half months it's not like Kate just sat on her hands and was like well can't do anything there's no job no like she had an opportunity it was like hey we still are interested but not right now and then Kate just continued to network, make relationships, not just with that company, with other companies, because that gave her a little bit of opportunity to go talk to some things um, and have some options. And so that's what I just want to really get to everybody listening is, hey, it's not going to happen overnight. But if they tell you you're on a freeze or there's some stuff, make sure that you guys are really like going above and beyond. Absolutely. Talk to as many clinical specialists, if that's the role you're going for in the company as possible. Again, they're not all going to respond. Some will respond a month later, you know, you just be consistent and, you know, ask them who you should talk to or who they got advice from, from the beginning, because that's how your network grows, especially within the company. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Now. So I want to just touch on, cause we talked about you were in the course, you came in, uh, you're one of our other people, cause we've been able to get several people hired, um, from directly from the course. Again, we've been able to help over 500 people break in, which has been a lot of fun. But I just wanted to ask, you know, like from somebody who did the course, what did you find was the most beneficial part to helping you land a job um, and, and have success breaking into medical device sales? Um, so I'm going to say, I don't love interviewing. The most helpful 
part of the course was just listening to all of your podcasts and that are linked in the course um, and all of your tips for interviewing. Yep. I think that was by far the most incredible part of the course for me because I was a nurse. I've literally gotten every single job five minutes into the interview. You know, you're a warm body basically. So um, I've never really had to interview, especially not with a COO and a CEO of a company before. Um, yeah, so I think it was just so helpful to have that part. And then I think just being able to talk to you and, you know, you're the ultimate coach, the ultimate cheerleader. Anytime I was like getting frustrated, you'd be like, no, 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 just keep going, you know, and that's really what makes you stand out for sure. Well, thank you. No, I'm, I'm just so proud of you. Cause again, this is all you, you did it. Um, and, and I know, I knew you're going to break in. It's just fun to, you know, see it. And I was just talking to a couple of the people in the course yesterday, you know, they're kind of frustrated, um, because they've been going for a couple of weeks and, and they're just hitting, you know, the part that hits after a couple of weeks. Um, and I just sat there smiled and they're like, what are you smiling about? And I'm like, cause you guys are there, you know, you're yeah. like, you're so you, cause I, cause I've just done this enough. I'm like, you guys don't even know how close you are to breaking in and you're almost there, but I'm just like sitting back and just getting to watch it. I'm like, you guys are doing it. I'm watching all the hard work happen. And I'm like, I know in several weeks, there's going to be offers on the table. Um, and I saw that with you, but it's just fun to, you know, do this long enough and to be able to be with people. And, and again, that's the one thing I always do want to make sure I talk about with my courses. You know, it's not just you, you get the course and that's it. And I never talk to you again. I, I sit here and I actually coach you guys and I talk through you. And, you know, I just had a talk today. You know, I tell people, people that are my students, it's why I don't just accept anybody. Um, I, I keep it very small, only five people. And it's only people for that I'm willing to work with because, you know, like, we have to have serious conversations at some points. You know, sometimes I have to get on people and I'm like, you're being lazy, right? Like you, you wanted this. You, you're the one who like made the investment for this. And there's other times I'm, there be people that they just, you know, they want to play the victim card and, or like poor me. And I'm like, Hey, you can feel that way for about 30 seconds. And then you got to get up because welcome to medical device sales, right? Like we, we talk about this all the time. You can feel bad. Like even I was just talking about it the other day, you know, like being with a startup, it's got its challenges, just like everybody, right? And you want to like get it and you can feel bad for yourself for 10 seconds. But if you spend much more time, you're spending more time just feeling bad for yourself, not getting anything accomplished than actually getting after it. Exactly. And that's, and that's what I'm here for. You know, like that I I've been it, I live it and I live it every single day. And so just to be able to help coach you guys and help you through that process. And sometimes I can see it in yourself. Like, like when I'm talking to my students and even myself, but like, sometimes we just need somebody to say, it's going to be okay. This is normal. And just keep pushing. Right. And just remember in sales, you're never going to win them all. You know, it's yep. absolutely impossible. So you just, what did you say? You sent out 150 emails today and you got three responses or. Yeah. Yeah. That, is, that did happen today, you know, and like, I, and we're talking, we're doing this interview. It's a, uh, it's a uh, seven 30 at night and I still got a couple hours of work. You know, like we talk about, it's not just, you do you do a little bit and that's it. Um, you know, we put in the work and, 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 and that's it. And I just wanted to, to your point, okay, I want to talk on this because, you know, I just talked with somebody who was interested in the course and it's not going to work out for them, but, uh, you know, like they, their conversation was like, ah, oh, you know, I, I really want to break in. But like, I told them the, the position I got now, 500 people applied for it. I beat out 500 people and they're like, yeah, see, that's so discouraging. Like, I don't, I don't think I want to do it. Like, and I, I looked at him and I said, for the love of God, please don't ever do sales. 
Cause if you, yeah. if you hear 500 people are going for the job and you're like, that sucks, that's discouraging. Don't do this because I was like, let's go. Like I'm about to be number one out of 500 and you're about to see it. Right. Because there's that part. But I, I, I told that person, welcome to sales. Everyone thinks it's home runs all day long. No way. It is, it is strikeout, 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 pop fly for an out, pop fly for an out. You got a base hit. You're celebrating for the week just to find out you stole second and got thrown out and then you're back to a batter and you're going just for those wins. You know, like we, we joke around, but like you, if you look at a big sales thing, yeah, you're going to have like little wins throughout, like a base hit, a, a sec, a double hit, right. Or you get a double, but like a, a lot of times you're only getting a couple home runs a year, but right. those home runs is what makes it all worth it. When you close a six figure deal, that you've been working on for eight months and you've just put your heart and soul into it. There's literally like nothing better. You're like sitting there screaming like, yes, but in the same respect, I've been in the same spot where I've done eight months and I've watched a six figure deal, get to the CFOs. Uh, I've got it through every single person and the CFO says no. And everybody else was on board. Right. And that's just welcome to sales. And if you can't handle that, I tell people probably don't do this career because if you're not ready to lose, don't do sales. Sales is losing every day and you're fighting for the wins. And those wins can be little and you just have them add up. But sometimes those wins are really big and they're super sweet. But that's the way you got to look at medical device sales and you're just your career. Because if you're just wanting sunshine and rainbows every single day, I've said this a million times. I don't think this is the career for you, even though, yes, it is great. But if you're not used to it, you were a nurse. You know, sometimes nurses can yell at people, right? Like, exactly. so, so it's like, if you're not ready to just yeah. take it, you know, we just got to go. So I just, I did want to just touch on that because, you know, there's a lot of people who reach out and medical device sales is a great industry. It can make, it's life-changing for you financially, life-changing for the people you're helping. And it is so true. And I, I can't get it past that. And that's why I love it. That's why I'm so passionate about it. But at the same respect, it is not for everybody. No. Just because you want to make money, don't do this career because you're not going to be good at it. You can go right. do a lot of things to make money. But if you don't care, if you're not ready to like get punched in the face three times and get up five, like smile, like don't do this career because it's not just walk in, make money and that's it. It's you're working hard. You're being strategic. You're dealing with a lot of stuff. You're wearing a million hats, but um, you know that it's worth it. Yep. And I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, life is all about ebbs and flows. And I think, you know, not every day is going to be your best day, no matter what you're doing, no matter how hard you're working. That's just life. So I think once you're able to kind of swallow that pill, it makes it a lot easier. But yes, it is definitely a grind. And I think another thing people need to realize before they try and break in is this is a lifestyle. This isn't a job. You never really clock out, you know, you might get a call at 930 at night for something you have to do right then, or you need to be out the door at 435 in the morning and you weren't planning on doing that. So, yep, a hundred percent. And that's what I just want to touch real quick, because that's a great point. It is, it's a lifestyle. It comes into it. Like I said, it's seven o'clock. I'm taking a little break from me time to do this for you guys. But then also I'm going back to work right after this. I'm gonna wake my butt up at 5am. I got some stuff to get done. But I say that to you guys. But if you're not that passionate, you don't love it. Guess what? I'm going to crush your soul. Yeah. Right. Like I just say that. And I, I always say it jokingly, but like straight up, like I, I literally said this to my roommate today. 
I was like, I saw my competitor. They see that I'm actually making some moves on some of the doctors that they have. And I just felt like I love the office. And there's like a, there's a part where Michael Scott has, you know, Dwight on the cell phone and he's like, watch this. I'm going to take your highest client and your biggest client and just listen to it and do it. And I was like, I'm literally going to do that to this person. I am just going to go above and beyond, do more than they have ever thought of. They will not even think about what I've done. And I will just do it over and over with the consistency that they've never seen. And they are literally going to watch me take one of their top clients right in front of their face. And I was like, and that's just, that's my mindset, right? And so I'm just saying that to everybody who's thinking, wanting to break in, there's people like me out there, right? And I'm not saying I'm like God's gift to the earth. I'm not. But what I'm saying is I know that I will outwork you any day of this week. And I know that I've had a little knowledge and I reach out to people. But if you're not ready to do this and you don't absolutely love it, you better start thinking about some stuff because I say this all the time in my course and I'll say it on here on the podcast. I don't work with people to just get you in and make 150 grand. That's not my mindset. My mindset. I'm not here to have you come in and be average in med device sales. I think that's a weak mindset. And like what I've said, I'm passionate. Like I'm doing everything. My goal for everyone that comes through my course and does it, I'm teaching you how to make two, three, four, five hundred grand in med device sales and the different ways to do that. And if you're not ready to open that, guess what? You're probably not the right person for my course because guess what? We don't come in here just to half butt anything. We don't do anything just to kind of go at it. No. If you want to break into this world and you want to rock, you got to be fully committed and ready to sacrifice because I'll leave you with this. Kobe Bryant. Everyone always says, what's the work-life balance? What, what, how do you have balance? And he says, when you're trying to be the best, there is no balance. There isn't. And that's, and that's what I just tell people. So if you're going to sit here and just tell me, oh, I just want to work a good job, that's fine. But, and that's for a lot of people. That's okay. But just understand, when you come up to someone like me who's put in a 14-hour day and I'm going to wake up on a Friday and I'm going to work on Saturday and Sunday and I'm still doing podcasts and I'm still doing other things because I absolutely love this, you are not going to stand a chance. And I promise you that. And you can tell me that you'll crush me. And I guess what? We just always say, uh, some of my friends, like the snake serpent on the bottom of the ocean, just take chunks out of you. And once in a while, I'm going to come up and I'm just good. I'm going to strike. And when I strike, after a couple strikes, I'm going to win. So- Again, that's a long tangent I go off of. I need to shut up for a second. But I, I just say that because I want you guys to hear the passion in my voice and like, and also with Kate because she feels it too. And that's why I worked with her. That's why she broke in. She's with a great company and I know she's going to rock it. It's because we don't do anything just to be like, hope it works out. No, like we're making it work out. Guess what? Exactly. There's, there's no option. It's going to work out. And guess what? I'm going to rock it and I'm going to crush it. And I don't care what comes my way. I'm going to be successful. And it doesn't matter who's in front of me because I control my destiny, nobody else. And when you can have that mindset, you will be successful in literally everything you do. I completely agree. This was a full trying to get in to med device sales or clinical specialists was a full-time job on top of working yep. a full-time job. Please preach that one more time. I am so, so sick and tired of every human being that breaks or reaches out to me and says, yeah, Jake, it's hard. You know, I work a full-time job. And I'm like, I did too. Yep. So does everybody I get in the industry. But guess what? When you like, that's going back to the passion and you want it and you don't care what's in your way. When you love it and you, this is what you want, you are willing to make time. Everybody always says, because me and Kate, we know each other from the gym. 
everybody tells me they don't have time to work out. Guess what? When you wake your butt up at 4 a.m., bet there's some time at 4 a.m. to go work out. Like it's once you decide, and I've said this on podcast before, but once you decide it's not if it's when your life will change, not if I'm going to work out, it's when I'm going to work out. Guess what? There's been times I've woke my butt up at two 30 in the morning because I'm traveling and I have to get a workout in. I'm going to go work out at two 45 in the morning. Most people won't do that. Right. But I'm saying that it's the same for commitment, right? It's like, Hey, if I'm going to break in, guess what? I woke up at 4am to used to shoot out messages before I would go train at 6am work a full day, come home at 7 p.m., be eating food, and then I'd be sending out messages. On my days off, I would be getting on 14 calls a day for 14 hours or more than 14 calls on 20 or 14 hours a day, just getting on phone calls. I skip workouts. I'd only get a 12-minute workout some days because I was so committed to getting it. And so the reason I'm just going into so much detail, you guys, don't call and say, it's hard. I work a full-time job. Everyone worked a full-time job that broke into medical device sales. We've all lived it. We know how hard it is. So if you're not willing to make the sacrifice, if you're not willing to go as hard as you can and just make, make it happen, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. It's not the career for you at all. It <laughs> no. just isn't. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. No. But and really quick. Okay. I just wanted to ask just people are going to reach out, right? They're going to be like, Hey, oh, this is awesome. Especially a lot of nurses. And I'm excited for that. But one thing I want to just ask, what advice are you going to give? You know, like, what can I do to break into medical device sales? What, what would your advice to be? Whether they have sales experience, they don't have sales experience. What's your advice that you're going to say to these people? I'm going to go back to, again, do the job to get the job. Yep. Be consistent. Reach out to people on LinkedIn. You know, pay to have LinkedIn premium so you can message as many people as you possibly can um, and be prepared for them to call you back because the worst thing you can do when someone is willing to help you that you've never met before is be unprepared. Yes. Um, so just be prepared with questions, be prepared for people to kind of tell you it's not worth it. It's never going to work out because a lot of people do kind of try to cut you down a little bit Yep. and you just have to have thick skin. Uh, they don't know you, you know, Yep. So what did Welcome they to medical device sales. Doctors will rip <laughs> yep. you and they don't know who you are. So sorry. Hey, don't we are dog friendly on this podcast. I have a dog. He's been whining half the time. So don't apologize at all. We love dogs here. Perfect. She's very cute. <laughs> hey, that's what matters the most. But um, no, I, I appreciate you saying that. And it, it is the absolute truth. You guys always just come and prepare, respecting the time of the people who are actually going to give their give you their time. I just had the talk with some, one of the students. Valuable lesson, right? You need to know who you're talking to at all times. And that could be, you have a couple of notes in your phone that you ask the same question, but just to get you going. But when people are calling you, you're, you're looking them up on LinkedIn. I used to be on the phone call and I'd be looking the person up so I could understand, excuse me, who I'm talking to on the phone. So you guys just working hard, being prepared. And then if you guys have questions, reaching out to people who can help, that's the biggest thing. Absolutely. And if someone says getting reach out to this person, don't hesitate, you know, do it that day. Don't say I'll get to it later. Do it. You know, I love it. I love it. Well, okay. Again, thank you so much for taking time. I'm, I'm just so proud of you to, to see you officially break in and, and know you're at a rocket, but I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your evening to just be with us, share with the listeners and just share insight that I know is going to be super valuable to a lot of them. I love it. Thank you so much for all of your help. I wouldn't be here without you. <laughs> no, I'm so proud of you. And of course, always happy to help. And to everybody who's listening, if you can press that like and subscribe button, a five-star review helps us grow this channel. 
And if you guys are interested in the course, uh, the link is in the description. If you guys can reach out to me. I'm happy to schedule a Zoom call to go over any questions that you guys have. Again, like we've talked about, you know, we're able to help people at this point. I've been able to help over 500 people break into medical device sales. It's very rewarding. Um, would say we we kind of have it down to a science of what's going on and how to how to get people hired, no matter what your background is. Um, but I just say that because if you guys are interested, I only allow five people a month. Um, and so again, I don't allow everybody. So just making sure that you are a right fit for you and I, and knowing that you can break into medical device sales. So if you guys are interested, always happy to help. If you have questions, feel free to reach out. But also if you guys are looking just to get like a free 30, 60, 90 day plan, you guys can go to the website. You can put your email in, uh, that can help you with your guys's interview. Uh, you guys can reach out to me on Jacob McLaughlin on LinkedIn, uh, new to medical device sales on basically every other social media, Instagram, TikTok, all the above. And then if you guys have, uh, Kate will be getting one of these, a I broke in t-shirt um, that is on our link to our core um, or actually on our website. So for everybody who has been able to break in, I'm, I'm so excited to get you guys these. I've, I've had a lot of people ask for them, but also just to give them to you guys so we can get your pictures in them. You know, it's, it's fun to get them like Grand Canyon, different places. It, people yeah. like to do it and it, it's just fun. And we're making this community because like I said, it's not just you guys get the course and you get it for two months. No, the course is like you get in the course, it's forever. And we're always adding stuff to the course. We're adding, you know, there's, I have a lot of future plans for it. Um, currently got some things that are exciting that I'll announce here in the future of just who we're working with to, to help the whole hiring process and all that the above. Um, but again, you guys, I just want to say thank you to you. I want to be here without you guys. If you have questions, again, links are in the below in the description or reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram, always get back to you guys. If I haven't got back to you, please reach back out. I am busy, uh, but I try to make sure that I get on the phone call with everybody. But I want to just say thank you to everybody who's listening. Kate, thanks once again for being a part of this. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. And you truly are an asset. So if anyone's considering it, I'm telling you now, go ahead, ask about the course, take the course, and you got this. Just be consistent. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Kate. Thank you to everyone who's listening. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Peace.